To be frank, I'd have to change my name. Hey guys, this is Working From Home Podcast, and my name is Summer. I'm going to pass the mic to my friend Amanda. She's friends with all the pandas, lights the room like a lantern. Here's Amanda. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Summer. <laughs> oh, very happy to be here. Thank, thank you all. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you as well. But I must give a shout out to one of our co-hosts. You know him. You love him. He's an intro music aficionado, a beats extraordinaire. Here's Nick. Hey, everybody. <laughs> well he's uh, a sultry I, one give me something to go on and i will go you know okay um, this, is a, this is my hello this is my hello for all of you out there well and you know everyone who's listening should be lucky enough um and we should point out that other handsome gentleman speaking right now that's uh that's the fourth co-host steve we, yeah, he goes you, he goes by steve you know you're handsome when you sound handsome like that's you know you got it. I mean, there's there's some ugly people that I guess sound handsome. Like, uh, what was it, Wayne's World, Handsome Dan? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. that's where the saying, a face for radio comes from, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah. We all got the faces for it. We all do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, came here thinking you were going to be listening to attractive people, you came to the wrong place. We're no, the no, ugly no, no, no. The outcasts. Yeah, just think of the movie Mask and not the one with Jim Carrey, like the other one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the other one was I didn't know that one. Cher, Cher is in it? She, yeah, she sure. has a face for television. She does. Well, maybe she now does. it's radio. Really maybe now it's radio. She does. That's rude. Sorry, Cher. I love you. Yeah, something <laughs> about Cher, just so iconic. Is it crazy that she looks the same that she has for the past 50 years? I guarantee she does not. A little bit like rounder in the face. Not like yeah. a circle, but like just the lumps are rounder. Yeah, but she's still, I mean, like she's getting old, but I don't think she looks much older. You're right. Yeah. I will agree with that. Absolutely. All I know is whenever she comes on the screen, I just get moonstruck, you know? Moonstruck. Moonstruck. I like that word. <laughs> I like that word as well. Nick Cage in that, his teeth are messed up. So yeah, this this is a show work work from home. Uh, you know, look, it's 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 this is the cure for the global pandemic, guys. Um, <laughs> it's four people just working from home. We what we do is we watch daytime television, uh, and we're watching a lot of it these days. Uh, summer, you're watching your soaps. So tonight we're going to talk about Passions. Uh, great great show. Uh, if you've ever watched Passions, you, you know, you're, you're in for a treat today. We're going to go over episode 601, a lot happened in that episode, uh, and then we're also going to play some games today, so I'm really excited about that, guys. Steve's advice has not been verified by any doctors. In fact, this podcast may cause fever, nausea, headache, stomachache, cramps, <laughs> and accidental birth defects. Well, it's time for our first game of the day. Ooh! Game time! woo woo so uh you know uh game of the day first game of the day is called good bad and ugly now the premise of this is we're each going to take turns asking advice and the other three are going to be giving good bad or ugly device or advice device uh device was i right with device Ad advisive devices advisive advisive <laughs> 
We'll take it. Divisive advices. So yeah, one better. person asks better. advice and each person takes turns giving advice. And uh, you know, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. I'm gonna open it up. I'm gonna just, I need some advice, everybody. I have things going on, I need some advice. I drive a lot for work and the road is taking a toll on my vehicle. What tips do you have to maximize the lifespan of my car and maybe my gas mileage? I think that you should keep driving wherever you're driving. Just drive slower. Okay. So that'll, that, so that'll, that, that, was, that was good advice, that, correct? Yeah, right, my, so my advice is good advice. So you just keep going, keep doing what you love. Just go wow. slower. That way you're not... Drive technically, slow, homie. Technically, you're not using your car as much. Oh, I don't know about that technically. Yeah. That technically, I don't know. But yeah, technically you are using good your advice. car. <laughs> good advice, Summer. Good, good advice. advice. Maybe all those grandmas really are onto something there, you know, yeah. with their slow driving. I guess I'm going with the bad advice here. Um, you know, every time you uh, need an oil change, just instead of, you know, wasting your time going to Jiffy Lube, uh, just open up the hood of your car and pour in grape juice. You think grape juice is going to be the solution to uh, my car longevity question? You think that's uh, some grape juice in the engine? Yeah, grape juice. You got a lot of sugar in there. Don't, don't get the sugar free. Do as the, the sugar. Yeah, you want, yeah, most sugar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking something like juicy juice. Well, if that's the case, can I add more sugar? I'll just add more to it. No, you don't want to do that. It'll crystallize and it'll, 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 um, it'll form okay. a solid. So grape juice has the right amount of sugar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This yeah, is a mistake yeah. a lot of auto owners make is they use sugar-free grape juice in their, in their car. Seen it a million times. All right. Wow, well, thank you for the advice. I appreciate it. Amanda, what would, you, what would your input be for this? Oh, well, I, got, I have a prime solution for you here, buddy. Listen up. So forget the car entirely. What you got to do is get at least eight fingerboards. You remember those little fingerboards? You oh, get them. Decks. Yeah, tech decks. Tech decks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, little techie deckies. You need and like eight of them? Eight of them, at least. You're going to want to tape those onto your shoes right on the bottom there and just skate to work. You uh, get your work done. It might take you maybe six hours to get to your daily commute, but you know what? I say maybe that's even better. Environmentally friendly. You know, it doesn't make any sense, but that is the solution that would technically lengthen the lifespan of my car. Exactly. You know, like I wouldn't be driving it. Just just also make sure that you go on the freeway because that'll be faster so too. Just saying four of these tiny skateboards per foot. Per foot. Yeah. At no, least. I mean, any less you're gonna be off balance anymore. Your foot's filled with skateboards. I think you got something there. Now now uh, just to play devil's advocate, why wouldn't he just use a skateboard? That's a loaded question, Steve, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, that's it. loaded, bro. Low blow. Was it, oh, it was a loaded low blow. <laughs> that, get that shit out of here. That is a low We don't blow. need your negativity, Steve. <laughs> yeah, once, it's an obvious, it was a trap. He was trapping you. <laughs> he was trapping you into saying something stupid. I, I didn't mean to put you in a corner there. I, didn't, I, know, I know you can't put baby in the corner. I you really can't. Yeah, you can't. Uh, well, anyway, I'm glad that the recipient of my advice appreciated it. Yeah, no, okay. So I'm going to vote on the advice that I think is actually the best. And... Um, you know, uh, driving slower, not really my style. Skating to work with a bunch of tiny little skateboards, not really my style. I like to drive fast and I like to drive with an engine full of grape juice. That's way more my style. 
I'm picking Steve. Steve, that was great advice. It's for the ADHD uh, savant, you know, like all of us here. Um, we really appreciate, you know, more, just more sugar. We add fuel to the fire. You get it going. Um, sugar gets me going, and I got to imagine it's going to do wonders for my car. All right. Well, Steve gets one point. <laughs> Until now, it wasn't a scored game, but now it is. And Steve gets one point. Nice. All right. Well, hey, Summer, it's your it's your turn for some advice. All right. Well, guys, I need advice. So my question is, what should I do about the monster under my bed? The monster under your bed. Ooh. Any any more feedback? Is that what we're getting? I'm, I'd really like to know more about this, but. If that's the question, then no. We'll, there's we'll a monster there. under her bed. What, right. yeah. what more do you need to know, Amanda? There's yeah. monsters. They're under the bed. Yeah. Um, she can say it in a longer sentence if that's what you need. Can but, you say it in a longer sentence? Yeah. Yes. Give us a longer one. What activities do you think I can do to take precaution in regards to the monster under my bed? Mm -hmm. That is longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is longer, and I understand it less somehow. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give you some details. I have a monster under my bed. Right. Um, I think it's a she because she growls a lot. Sometimes I'll feel her licking my toes. It's a she. And it's a she. And it's a she. she. Yeah, with a foot fetish. Yes, she growls. She licks my toes. Sometimes I'll hear her scooching on the carpet. Okay, well, I got like it. wiping its ass across the rug like a dog. Yes. And as soon as I get up, I don't see her anymore. As soon as I get up to see what's going on, she disappears. Okay. So, so I was originally with, with that, you know, monsters under the bed scenario. I, I really, I, I had to think of good advice here. And I, I was, I, I was, I was stumbling. I wasn't sure what to do. But now that we've added some details, some key yeah. You know, some exposition there. Yeah, that changes things. It, it changes things. Now <laughs> I'm able to give proper advice here. And I have to say, Summer, I think you should stop putting peanut butter on your toes every night when you go to bed. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's solid advice. Yeah. You yeah. Want a, if, you want a, if you want the monster sucking peanut butter off your toes... No, no, she no I, I save yeah, that for yeah, later. No, See, yeah, I'm, putting peanut butter, I'm putting peanut butter on my toes to save it for myself for later, but the monster gets to it first. I'm not yeah. hungry, but the, you know, by the time I do get hungry, it's all gone. Yeah, well, no, shit. Well, I mean, <laughs> I didn't know it was into peanut butter. Did you say that in the long, long intro about this monster that it likes peanut butter off your toes? No, this was just an assumption. I mean, peanut butter or no peanut butter, she's she's there. Okay. You know, she she's interested in licking my toes. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you got one of those peanut butter monsters then. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's a toe monster more than a peanut butter monster, I think. That's the problem. <laughs> okay, so then there's nothing you can do if that's the case, because you take the peanut butter off your toes, it, wa it still wants your toes. You're going yes. to minimize the risk by, by taking away the peanut butter. Yeah. Maybe put a more disgusting liquid on your toes that's not peanut butter, that like, you know, it doesn't want your toes that bad. I mean, you know. okay. Okay, but what do you think, Amanda? Oh, I got, I got some killer advice for you here, Summer. Listen to this. Um, so here's what you do. Solve your monster problem completely. You sleep under the bed. If you're oh. under the bed, monster can't be under the bed too. Every, every night you get your jammies on, you squiggle underneath that bed, and then you tell it, welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch! And it will be so afraid of you, never going to have a monster problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think my advice is to move more monsters in. Okay? 
Okay. Got, everyone knows common sense dictates that monsters are social. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. creeping into your room. They're sitting under your bed. They clearly want to be around you. Uh, get more monsters in there. Okay. You don't think I'm going to have a monster to each toe if I do that? Oh, they share. Yeah, no, I'm not really worried about the toes. I think they're going to completely forget all about your toes. You know, the moment there's more monsters to play with. Now, this is a classic cat in the wall situation, a la Always Sunny. You got a cat in the wall, bring more cats into the situation. Bring more cats. Yes. Bring the cat then, the ghoul. Yep, so same sort of thing here. You get a monster. We need more monsters to scare that monster out. Otherwise, that monster's staying. You're not, getting that, you're not getting that monster out of there. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say that the best advice I like so far is Amanda's. Oh. Because if I go under the bed and the monster, I feel like, will move on top of the bed. Mm. So then I can lick the monster's toes. Oh. That'll show it. Now yeah. you're thinking. Yeah. Wow. Now that was an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah. Wow. Point to me. Point to Amanda. Rivaling you, right. Steve. Well, Everybody point to Amanda. Well, circle gets the square. Amanda uh, gets to the point there. Yeah, Amanda. Yay, me. All right, Steve, I wanted, uh, what can we help you with today? You know, obviously we've been quarantined, guys. We've been in our homes for days. Feels like months, um, even though we're coming up on one month here. By the way, in case you're listening to this 40 years from now, yes. we're quarantined at the time of this recording for coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus 2020, it's been a bitch. So here yeah, we so are, watching daytime television, recording podcasts. This lovely episode that you're listening to right now uh, is setting me up here for my, my advice here, or my, you know, what I need advice for. So I'm waking up every day. Um, I'm a little forgetful. I'm being, I'm being a little forgetful in my, in my of being in, in quarantine. Um, how, how should I put on my socks? Oh, so you, oh, this you is not the problem. On your socks. I, I, thought expected. You, I was totally gearing up for asking for advice to remember things. And then you said, how should I put on my socks? So you're pretty deep in this forgetting things. Listen, going. I get up every morning. I ask my wife, what time is it? And how do I put on my socks? I haven't gotten a straight answer for either. All right, bud. I got some good advice for you here. Um, well, it sounds like your real problem is your forgetfulness there. So I might recommend first off downloading some of those nice apps on your phone, some appies, and uh, start training your brain, brother. Just uh, try to get your memory back up. Maybe smoke a little less weed. Maybe smoke a little less <laughs> you know, whatever works for you. Here's what you do as far as the putting on your socks problem. First off, you want to fold them up real nice, make you invigorated to put on those socks, Marie Kondo style. Everyone will vouch for Marie Kondo here. Um, next, when you do unfold them, uh, you want to roll them up in a like nice little tight little rolls and then you just slide them right on They'll roll right up with you, buddy It'll make it a wonderful experience for your feet. So that's my advice for you. I hope that helps Okay, okay. Yeah, and you know, I can vouch for the Marie Kondo style of socks You know, this is a game we're playing right now, but I think this is worth saying uh, Hold your socks like Marie Kondo will teach you. I appreciate you saying that Nick. Yeah, no, I got to stand by it Who who is this person? She's a you cleaning, don't know. She's a cleaning guru. A guru. She's all about organizing your life. And uh, did she? She has a book out or something. She's got all sorts. Yeah, she has a book. She had a show. You literally make a T with the sock. You have one sock down. You put the other sock in the middle on top like a T, and then you fold 
the socks in on each other and then roll it up and it's a perfect little square. It's perfect. It's so beautiful. And thank you for the backup there on the advice, Nick. All right. Well, that's my advice. I hope that helps you, Steve. Go ahead, Nick. Oh, am I giving advice about your socks now? Don't go yes. ahead, Nick, me. What do you think of her goddamn advice? You're just going to breeze past her advice. <laughs> hurt. <laughs> Let's hear what, what do you think? Is that good? I will comment on all of the advices. Um, I think that's really good advice. Mm -hmm. I, my memory I is great. My memory is suffering. So I think- I can't app, even remember my advice at this point. I, 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 was I think advice, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the app thing, yeah, I think it'll work out. I think it'll be good. I need to get my the head- app. I need to get my head back on my shoulders here, figure out what's going on. Yeah, your screws are coming unloose or undone, unloose. Anyways, my advice. Her advice was good. Mine's way better. Um, I think what you do is you nail the sock to the side of your door frame, one on each side of your door frame each morning, okay? And that way, when you get up, you're going to see the socks right there. You're going to try to tug them at first. You're not going to be able to get them. What you're going to do is you're going to, Grab onto the top of the door. You're going to jump up and you're going to slide your feet into these socks. <laughs> okay. The sock. But, and then you'll have a sense of accomplishment. There is a lot of downside with this though, is you're going to be essentially kicking barefooted into a door rail every morning or the door frame every morning. Uh, I'm going to risk stubbing my toe a lot. I, I think that this could you're, set me no, up. You're, it's not risking stubbing your toe. You're going to stub your toe often. I think that that's likely, but what I, you know, that's a con among the many cons of this uh, idea, Nick. Um, but no, it really would uh, allow me to show off my upper body strength, and I, I, I'm in for that for sure. So that's a good, that's a good thought. Yeah, and no matter what, you're not going to forget your socks because they're going to be right there. Like you're going to leave that room. You all, you should put it on a door. I should have specified it should be on a door frame. You're going to go through. Don't just do it to any door frame. Like your neighbors, you need right. to see it. Right. Well, you know, hey, look, this is an all around issue. It's not just a memory thing. I think that Amanda did a great job of, you know, helping the memory with the app idea. Um, but hey, it, once I remember, once someone reminds me, I'm still the, the physical, the motor, what, how, you know, left, right. What, what do I do? Yeah. One toe at a time? Uh, I, I'm not really sure. So this would at least give me some sort of structure. I, I'll, I'll, I could do that. You know, I, I can, I know I can do it. Damn, I'll try. <laughs> You're going to get really good at it. It's going to be harder with different kinds of socks, of course. Like a tube sock, it's probably going to be pretty tough. Oh, that's going to be so difficult. But what mastery you will have over yeah. this skill once yeah, you do finally that's manage true the athleticism. tube sock. My dexterity is going to be on 100 after this. Yeah, yeah. Points to mm -hmm. Nick on this, on this for, you know, the athleticism involved and that will develop over time. Um, so, so, Summer, uh, do you have advice for me? I do. I think oh, that you, you should know. just... I think that you should just take it back to bedrock like Flintstone, like Fred Flintstone and, you know, fuck the socks and go about your life without any socks and shoes on, you know, and accept your feet in all their glory. I believe that's called grounding. I, I love this idea, actually. Um, so, you know. That way you're not forgetting anything. Right. There's nothing to remember. I skip a step completely. You skip a step completely. I'm all about conserving, you know, maximizing my time. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, look, Amanda you know, the, the, I think the, the app idea is great, but at this point I'm going to have so many reminders on my phone. I'm not going to know what to do with them uh, because putting on my socks is a reminder. I, I'm being reminded of everything I'm doing at this point. So skip the reminder, no socks. It's brilliant. I love that idea. Now, Nick, 
I got to say, I, I really like the idea of me jumping up, do, doing some pull-ups while I'm up there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, could get, I could get a workout in even Wishful before thinking, I come sure. mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, I do have another idea. Or you could just sleep in my bed, and when my monster licks your toes, you'll remember to wear your socks. Oh, awake oh, bobbery yeah. feet. Mm, there you yeah. go. Yeah. You're like, aha. Uh-huh. That's what we call automation. Yes. Yes, I like it. Yes. I feel like I'd be doing this show and the monsters and everybody at this service if I didn't include monsters. So let's go with that one. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go sockless. I'm not gonna wear socks anymore, guys. Yay! I think we're all kind of beating around the bush though, because Summer is clearly seeing monsters in her room, and we should acknowledge that that is not normal for us. Something's going on. Something's Summer, going on there. What's going on with these monsters? So the story behind these monsters is that. You know, sometimes I see dead people. Oh, are so uh, M Night Shyamalan? Yes, that makes me Bruce Willis. Yes, that makes me Amanda. Who are you? That makes me the guy who got in a bike crash who doesn't have a head anymore or something. Oh yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. a while. I'm, I'm, I'll be, I'll be Haley Joel Osment. Plot twist: Stevens the monster. <laughs> I'll be Haley Joel Osment. No, I'll be Haley Joel Osment. He, he's very awesome. successful these days. Yeah. Very successful. I see him in things. And that's better than Macaulay Culkin. So, I mean, who would have thought? Well, Macaulay Culkin, he has the podcast. He was in the Pizza Underground. Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) That was great. That was brilliant. That's right, Macaulay. 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 (laughs) So, Amanda, you got some advice that you need. Yeah, I do need some advice, Steve. Thanks. Um, I have um, a similar problem to Summers, but I... I think it might be grounded more in, dare I say, reality. I'm sorry, Summer. That's that's a low blow. Low blow for me. That's my um, reality. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay, I take it back. I take it back. I have an equivalent problem to Summer's, um, and it is that um, I can't sleep because there are these cats fighting outside of our window every night. It's like crazy. They're always yowling and uh, going crazy out there, and uh, I'm just wondering what I do. What do I do about my cat problem? Well, um, you know, I think what you should do to get rid of these cats mm-hmm. is um, you have to, like, honestly, if I'm giving the advice that I would give, if you really had a cat problem, which I do not believe you do, but do we? We do. We do. I sleep like a rock. Anyways, I think the advice is you need to create a hostile environment for them, uh, whether that be some kind of trap, some kind of high-pitched um noise that's going on all the time i think you gotta kind of you gotta set those kind of precautionary measures you know traps yeah i mean i really uh you could also call you know an animal catcher are this still a thing is there still a guy in a white suit with a net going around and scooping up cats yeah with a big old net using net i think a net's a good way to do it he goes oh those darn puppies Ah, get you all puppies I wouldn't have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> yeah, that's our neighborhood dog catcher, Joe. Uh, yeah, anyways, I think that's what you do, is you either have to bring in the big guns or you set out a few little precautionary measures yourself. Maybe you can have, like, a little wooden cutout of a dog there. I mean, it's going to make your place look crazy, Ooh. but it's, you know, the only thing I can think of that's humane. I can think of many inhumane things you could 
Well, I, I do I appreciate the, I, I should add as a, as a footnote here, I do like the cats. I just don't like that they're fighting. So I do like your ideas, Nick. I got to say, okay. uh, lots of good advice there. Kind of keep the fighting on the outside or catch some of the kitties so I can bring them inside, have some inside cat fights that are sanctioned. Um, don't oh, you want to bring in the fights? You want to have cat fights? Uh, well, it's uh, it's just that it's at, when it's <laughs> sounds at night, violent. It's it sounds problem. like violent outcome, regardless. Well, that changes my entire opinion. If your goal is to have these cats fight against each other in your house for money, you're right. You're right. I should have clarified. If that's what you're saying, uh, well, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's gonna be too difficult to coax some cats in your house. You do that with a few cans of tuna. Uh, but if you're gonna want to popularize this thing and make money off it, Craigslist great for cat fights. Shout out our sponsor, Starkist. Wait, are you cat cobbler? Six four six four. Yeah, I'm cat cobbler because I cobble those cats. All these years, a, I didn't realize we, we've been lines. we've been chatting, huh? I have some advice for you. Side story: This advice has to do with something that I've dealt with um, when I was dorming. I had two cats that were fighting outside my window, and one day I in I mean it was directly outside on my window on the outside part of my window sill. And I never wanted to look at them because I would just hear them. My curtains would be up and I would just say, oh, you know, these cats. One day I lifted my curtain and my blinds. Turns out they were mating. So maybe your cats are mating. So my advice to you is let them do their thing. Sounds like they're fighting, but it's just rough mating. Aw, circle of life. Sounds like they're fighting. I didn't realize. Rough mating. I was just listening to the sweet sounds of nature. Yeah. Didn't realize it sounded so disgusting and horrifying. Like, yeah, like, oh. yeah. I remember that's exactly how it sounded. I used to think they were fighting. And when I found out that's what they were doing, I mean, I literally lifted my curtain and this cat was staring at me dead in my eyes. True story, mating. I think the word you're looking for is humping. Humping. <laughs> I don't know I, why. I couldn't let you do that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were humping. Don't be modest. You're a very good humper. You're fired. Uh, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. That's funny. You're fired. All right, Steve. I'm waiting for for your advice. Oh, great advice, Summer. Great advice. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, just just enjoy the sweet sounds of nature instead of uh, being woken up by them. Thank you. So yes. yeah, uh, here's you know the advice. Here's what you gotta do. Um, now you want these cats out from your life, right? You don't want them anywhere near your building. <laughs> inside uh away from the building when they're fighting or mating like just uh just uh, the sleep disruption is my real problem here i should say do what you will with the cats i think you need a skunk bringing a skunk into the picture i'm listening i think you need a skunk go on french skunk yeah go into the dark web go into uh sissy's playhouse uh, dot com (laughs) What's there? Well, first of all, you got uh, you got to have to fight through some pop ups there. But once you get through those, uh, there are skunks for sale, uh, and you get one. Uh, tell them I sent you. Use the promo code. <laughs> no, Amanda. I, I What's the promo code? What's that promo code? Uh, <laughs> stinky. Is there? <laughs> and, okay, so- Once you get that skunk, uh, it should get there in uh, three to five business days. And uh, you just just start spraying. You just start spraying that whole area, just infected with all that good uh, skunk juice. And you should be good to go. 
and spray it like an AK. Got it. You know, I just looked it up. That uh, promo code Stinky's good for twenty percent off your first two skunks. So that's that's a good bargain. That's a deal. That's a, a deal. Bargain. That's a deal. Okay. Uh, Summer, we we cut you off on the way talking about the promo code. I'm sorry. What, what were you about? Oh, to say? I, well, stay tuned for next week when we do our uh, skunk coupons. I was just gonna say maybe you should just contact Joe Exotic from you know Tiger King and see what he's got going on in his zoo. I mean, they, mm. they, you know, would happily sell you a skunk. There we go. That's what true. Or a, or a big cat. Yeah, or, or a big or cat. A big cat. Oh, oh, I like that idea. Get a bigger cat to fend yeah. off the smaller cats. Create a new cat yeah. problem. Love it. Love it. Sold. Sold on the big cat. Big cat. Um, but I do have to pick some of the advice. And Summer, I must admit, your advice was not submitted during your turn, so I, I must not consider that uh, invalid. Uh, invalid. Um, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Nick You're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> You're out of here. Uh, get out of here. Uh, I think I gotta go. I gotta go with Steve's advice, though. The skunk. The skunk sounds like it would really deter the cats. And maybe a few neighbors. So I'm gonna go with Steve. Steve, you're the winner here. Yeah, that's that's a plus to the to the thing there. You get to, to the chew away your neighbors, your pesky neighbors. There you go. And I think I, you games. know what? I also kind of like the smell of skunk. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion or not. No one ever recoils at a skunk the way they make it seem in the cartoons. You know. You know, from a distance, it it smells like weed. From up close, I don't know what it smells like. I've never smelled a skunk up close. Well, your marijuana savants will, you know, they they, they call it skunk. So if you're, you know, that's like that's a good positive connotation there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll attract more potheads, deter the cats. <laughs> yeah, just have a driveway full of potheads. I, I really don't know what Where's the kind what bug? new problem I'm introducing, but yeah, I still gotta stick with Steve's advice here, which makes Steve the winner of the game. Two points there. Hey, that's not bad for the first uh, good, bad, and ugly. So yeah, speaking of potheads, uh, whoever uh, made the show Passions must have been on something. This show is ridiculous. For those who don't know, daytime soap opera, unlike any other that I've ever seen, it is like- They don't apply. They don't apply. It's like you turn on Adult Swim and it's like, the, it's just a satirical comedy, but except it's actually trying to be serious. So Nick, talk to me about this episode. Episode 601, uh, a lot happens in this episode. Yeah, a lot does happen, Steve. And I'm glad you said that because there's no better way to describe the amount of things that happens in this episode. So you start off and there's a panther, but this panther was a girl who did a spell wrong. Now, did mm. we go into this thinking there was any magic at all? Did any of you guys think uh, there was no, going to be magic nope. in this? Not at all. I, I, the I the no furthest context. thing from my mind when I think of soap opera is magic. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what we saw was a girl turned herself into a panther. She can't figure out how she did it, why she's a panther, but she's well, in this I, I actually, I'd like to interject here because she does know how she did it. She read, well, actually, let me quote um, Princess here. Um, she simply read the wrong spell <laughs> in the book of spells. <laughs> Does she know she read the wrong spell? Yeah, because oh, okay. she's now a panther. She's like, okay. this isn't what I wanted. I wanted Miguel to love me. Anyways, we got a lot of ground <laughs> here. Uh, yeah, she you know, it's funny because she does narrate it as she goes. She's like, oh, I don't know how I turned myself into a panther. I really just wanted Miguel to love me. 
Yeah, it that's was how the show starts off. She did it. She did it so she could get Miguel to love her, but she did the wrong spell. Anyways, uh, while that's happening, there's a woman dressed like a man butler who is trying to capture a different panther that happened to escape from a zoo at the same time. Amazing. And he seems, he seems to be magical because it doesn't make any sense if he's not magical. Uh, but he is with a uh, Orthodox Jew who is also a small person. Timmy. So, Timmy, Timmy, yeah. And uh, they are a weird duo, and they're trying to catch a completely different leopard or tiger or what is it? Panther. It's, it's a panther. I think that Joe Exotic uh, let his uh, one of his panthers loose. You are probably right. That is probably exactly where they got that panther. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so that's just one part of the show. That's like we're hardly through the first five minutes. You don't even know. Yeah, and uh, meanwhile, somewhere else, two completely different people are drowning. They're just drowning for 37 minutes straight and professing love to other people. Um, it's Yeah, in Passions, weird. one thing that they really drive home is love. It, everyone loves real hard in this show. And so much so that like it's, it, it's almost deadly. Okay, so the other plot Ooh. that's going on, and this is the one that intrigued me the most, is there was an explosion in the hospital. Uh, there's some people in the hospital, they're having a bad time. Someone triggers an explosion <laughs> and then, uh, they are just stuff's happening there now, all of a sudden mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like they had a hospital and they were like, let's do stuff there. Yeah, you know? yeah. And they figured out a way to do it. They figured out a way to do it. You know, that one girl's trying to clutch a marriage certificate out of her future mother-in-law's unconscious hands. And she yes. keeps having to be sneaky about it. That was yeah. strange. Yeah. Let's let's touch on let's touch on that real quick because the woman in a coma was gripping a marriage certificate and no one could get it from her hand. Yeah. It even survived the explosion. She exploded right. and still has that marriage certificate. She is holding on. Now, even just saying it, I have more questions about what I watched than I did. It's true. Like, that it makes less sense now. We couldn't figure out when the recap from the previous episode ended and the new episode began. It seemed like one There was long so recap. much to, to learn about these people and their problems. Yeah, and uh, what Serious I really problems. appreciated about it was they did do a good job of letting me just tune in and kind of know what's going on because like, there's all these scenes where you know a cop's driving down the road and he's like, literally verbally saying out loud in his cop car shots just right on him i need to get to the hospital now if so-and-so is over there doing this and that and you know the whole time she's he's recapping exactly what's going on exactly exactly it's like about it's like a a whole minute of him just narrating what he's thinking out loud yeah Yeah. it's really helpful if you're watching this show but you're also doing something else like folding laundry or Mm. if you're steve trying to put on your socks like you can just miss a few minutes come right back in know exactly what's going on because they will tell you explicitly what they're doing did you guys also notice that timmy the little boy in the show talks in third person the entire time yeah yeah it really threw me for a loop there Oh yeah, he was awesome. I, I loved that character. Um, he was he was actually uh, dressed like an Amish person. Yeah, he he was. No, he wasn't dressed he like was an a, Amish. He was an Orthodox person. Jew. Orthodox <laughs> Jew. I'm was, sorry. Yes, yes. I, I, they must have come from some Halloween party or something. Like there was nothing else in the show that made you think it was Halloween. Well, no, they're that, magic. 
they're magic. Didn't you guys notice when uh, like Halloween when Princess time. was carrying Timmy <laughs> out to meet everyone else who were looking at the the Panther, who's actually Kay? Uh, Timmy turned into a doll. It wasn't. It wasn't just that. I, well, I mean, okay. There's no, here's he two things. He? That, yes, I swear. Rewatch it. Rewatch it three times. Oh, yeah. He I, turned into a doll. I definitely missed that. He too. turned into a doll. They are magic. So, so yeah, that's exactly what happened. I Timmy turns that. into a doll. Uh, then, then princess leaves, and then Timmy is back to being human. Maybe it was just like a budget thing. Like they couldn't afford Timmy anymore, so they just like put in a doll for the one scene. But I swear, you guys, it, like, I yeah. Was this, like, this this also reminds me, by the way, that Timmy. And uh, what, what was her name, Princess? Yes. Um, yeah, they're in an alley, and they are trying to capture this panther that coincidentally is an actual real panther in the show that escaped from the zoo. So not, you, not only do you have the K turns herself into a panther thing, there's also, by the way, another real panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, we tuned into this having no backstory whatsoever, and... I don't feel like I have backstory or future story on this. Like, who knows where this is going to go? I don't feel, this made no sense to me. Everything is uncertain. Every, yeah. Uh, are you, are yeah. you okay? Are you okay, Nick? He's rattled. <laughs> He's rattled right now, Steve. I didn't like it. You know, one, one thing that stood out to me in this show was the girl, Di- what was her name? Diana? Diana? Diana yeah. She was drowning for almost the entire show, and the guy that was trying to save her kept thinking that he's hearing someone, then he would try to leave, you know, the ocean or pool, wherever they are, because they don't really specify. And then, you know, every time he would be like, wait, I think I heard something. Then he would start swimming again, trying to look for, you know, this girl who's drowning. And then he would try to leave again. And then he would hear her again. So this happened for a while before, you know, we we don't even know what happened. I don't even think they finished telling us. It's it's funny you say ocean or pool because... It was obviously a big pool that they were in. It was a pool, guys. But, you know, they want us to believe it was an ocean. Oh, and, and I just want to add that I just want to add that she was drowning because she had a cramp in her foot. That or was like, the reason? Oh, she, yeah. That she kept saying, ouch, of my cramp, help. And then she would go underwater and then swim back up and say, ouch, my cramp. So, I don't see how they can close that story arc in less than four episodes, honestly. Yeah, that, that, that story arc right around. there is going to go for a little while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Because now you got this other guy involved. So just for the listeners out there, uh, she's drowning in the first half of, the, half of the episode with another guy, and they're looking for her. But then in the second half of the episode, another guy joins the party, and all of a sudden he's going to be in the water too. So we got three <laughs> people in the water drowning. Uh, you got the hospital thing still. You know, yeah. oh, the hospital. Thing. Before, before uh, this other guy's looking for her, he goes to I believe who is her mother. He goes to the door and and he knocks on the door and she comes out immediately and says, "I was fat. I was sound asleep on my pillow. Why are you here?" Oh yeah, she opened the door. She opened the door immediately. <laughs> I wasn't masturbating. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and oh man and how about how about the mother that like gets on the hospital bed with the, the cleavage just hanging out the way she's laying on the bed just oh, like, seductive like as hell. full mermaid style she was literally just laying there like and, and just you know they, when they strolled her away it, it was like she was ready to go but Rebecca was the queen of this episode let's all be honest she was she was 
Yeah, yeah. yeah Becca comes out. Becca comes out, and her daughter, you know, worried, says, "Oh, do you think it's okay for you to be walking around right now after the explosion?" Because you know, remember there was an explosion in the hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, she says, "Oh, uh, 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 hours gone by." <laughs> no, she said after hours. Oh, what she said? She goes uh, uh, after hours. Uh, oh, hours after, yeah. Hours after, after, yeah. And it's like what? I mean, mind you, after this explosion, her makeup and hair are still exactly how everyone for the explosion. Is exactly the same. It yeah, can happen. Explosions in soap operas. This is a principle. Is more like a balloon going off. Everyone gets knocked to the side and and faints delicately, mm-hmm. and their makeup is perfect. No, not a scratch, except for that you one know, guy who had the marker on. His head exactly exactly you know this really reminded me of that movie the room like this is directed by tommy wiseau yeah well well let's let's not let's not give it too much artistic credit i mean that that was a masterpiece but this is this is relatable this is real life this is all about love and loss and uh explosion so um but i do want to point out something more one more thing about rebecca before we move on and that is that she is the only one who saw teresa the crazy bitch for who she is mm. you guys, did you see the flashback that teresa had? i had to oh rewind this for nick it was kind of nuts teresa was, was like playing to be this sweet young lady who's just in love in love with ethan uh but she's the one who causes the explosion She's the one who, who then is like trying to get the wedding certificate out of Ivy's hands the entire time, who's in a coma. Um, and at one point, her, her like boyfriend, Ethan, comes up to her and is like, oh, I'm just so glad that you're getting along with my mom now. And she makes this face and suddenly we get a flashback of her beating this woman's wheelchair with a golf club and like yeah. being insane. She's nuts. Did they ever say if, if her, um, if, you know, Ethan's mom had Parkinson's as well, or did they not say that? Like, why was her fist so tight that she could not pull out this marriage certificate? Classic coma clutch. Coma clutch. Coma clutch. Coma clutch. Mm-hmm. One more thing about soap operas um, I've always noticed is no one just calls their mom mom. It's always mother. Yeah, there, I know. There <laughs> are four, very true. four different people ran into the hospital room when the explosion happened, like, mother, mother. <laughs> Yeah, if, okay. if, any, if, if this show taught me anything, first of all, love, love can be deadly, especially yeah. if you're Teresa, yeah. that sadistic bitch. Or you can't swim. Or you can't swim. And you then turn uh, yourself into a leopard. Uh, yep. And then also mommy issues. Hey, everyone's got them. <laughs> everyone's got them. This episode brought to you by mommy issues. Everyone's got them. <laughs> On the scale from one to passions, what do you give it, Amanda? I give it a hard pass. Okay, Amanda. Oh, wow. Hey, oh. You know what? I'm going to say. Um, you going to watch I, it next week? No, I'm not going to because I think. I think Maybe I that's the, the question s- for the show is you going to watch it next week? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to watch it next week because it's just so much that's happening. It's really emotionally overwhelming for me. Uh, so if I were to rate this show on one to passions, I would say passions a palooza. Ah, passions a palooza. Yeah, this had everything. This show had everything, and honestly, I don't think I need to watch TV ever again. I've already seen it all. <laughs> I'm definitely watching more TV after that. <laughs> definitely, without a doubt, watching more TV. You know, um, Amanda, you're right though. This this episode, just this episode, I don't even know what the show's like. Had everything. There was mystery. There was drama. There was violence. There was, you know, suspense. There was some a little bit of horror action. Comedy. Like, comedy. It was all comedic, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there was prosthetic feet and hands actually on K slash pa- the Panther when it got shot and fell on top of Timmy and Princess. Yeah, mm. they had rubber or whatever it was prosthetic hands on the little Panther doll thing. Yeah, I'm good on it. I'm not gonna watch any more of that. I think I had enough. So, I had my fill. One to passions. What do you rate it? Mm, pass. All right, there we go. Summer. <laughs> I'm what gonna give it a, a passions. Oh. You're gonna watch it again. I didn't say that. That's I what you passions know, I, means. Everyone I, knows that's what passions means. No, I just think that this this the show, the title of the show stands for what the show is about. Everybody's very passionate about what they're doing. So I'm just gonna say mm-hmm. passions. Love it. Full blown passions from summer. She they appreciates nothing, she passionate. appreciates the you know the passion. The passion. The passion, Nick. All right. Well, that was really interesting, everybody. Passions. You know, what more can we say? Uh, Now it's time for the second game of the day. This game is called Press Conference. Now, this game's a little different. I'm going to tell you that right from the start. Yeah, I'm going to give you the up and down. The how's your grandpa? Is that a? (laughs) (laughs) Give us the old how's your grandpa, Nick. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the premise of this game is one person is going to leave the room and the other three are going to decide what celebrity or character or whatever it could be anything that that person is uh they come back in the room and then the lone person now you know character or whatever is giving a press conference and the other three are asking questions to that person and then i guess at the end of uh two minutes or whenever anyone decides we uh uh, that person has to figure out who they are I vote Steven goes out of the room. Oh. Okay, damn. Get out of here, Steven. Bye. All right, I don't have to. Walk away. Walk away. Get out of here. You got to be able to talk freely. (laughs) We got to do something totally different, totally Mm -hmm. out there. Bill Nye, the science guy. Perfect. I like that. Here we go. I think that's great. We'll do it. it. All right. All right. Bring it back. Yeah, thanks, guys. I was, this gave me a good opportunity to try to put on my socks. Excuse me, sir. Um, uh, this is uh, Mandy Manderson from the uh, Chronicle. Uh, I wanted to ask you, do you think you'll ever go back into education? You know, that's something that I've been tossing around for a while now, actually. Mm-hmm. 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 Can you tell mm-hmm. us more about that? Why, what, why is it so difficult to uh, commit? Oh, by the way, this is Rick Richardson uh, from WBP radio thanks rick yeah you know (laughs) getting back into education for me it's just kind of tasking at this point there's a lot going on uh i do think about it um in the morning when i'm uh drinking my coffee so yeah yeah it's something i've been tossing around for a while now it's uh something i might want to do but uh you know it it is it the time? Not sure at this point. Well, I was really looking forward to seeing uh, what wacky things you were going to do next. Um, I'm hoping we can expect more of that from you. Yeah, it 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 uh, it gets wacky from time to time. I like to keep everybody um, in suspense. It, will I go back to education? Are things going to get wackier? Yeah, we've always loved that about you. Yeah. I have a question. My name's Summer. I come from Smithalodian. 
What inspires you to learn the things that you learn on a daily basis? I would say my love and passion <laughs> of, of educating sure. and sure. being wacky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always, believe me, sir, we've always sensed the love and passion you have for what you do. Uh, excuse me, sir. I'd like to interject. Uh, this is Bessie Burger Cow from a, the Vegetarian Times. Is this a Hi, Bessie. <laughs> You're interjecting? Yes, yes. Oh. It's a press conference. Excuse me, Rick. Um, yes, my question. On to my question. Uh, you know, you are really are an inspiration. Um, and many of us, many children in America will remember you so, so well. Um, and uh, I'm just wondering, does it ever drive you crazy? Do you ever wake up hearing your own name repeating over and over and over again in your head? Mm, I know I do. All, all the time, all the time, Bessie. Yeah, that mm-hmm. something like that never leaves the the forefront of your of your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Any final questions? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us about your favorite experiment? Oh yeah. No, definitely. Uh, it's got to be the uh, the mints and the diet soda. You you know that one. That's, yeah, that's a classic. That's, that's, <laughs> it, it's the it's the Mentos and the Diet Coke. Yep, yeah. Every, who, ha- who hasn't had fun with that one? Yeah, I think I think we all do, especially if you tuned in to Bill Nye. The hey! science guy. Got it. Nice. nice. How'd you how'd you get it? Um, I didn't get it until the end. Really, the experiments. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, am I Mr. Rogers at first? Mr. Rogers was definitely there. Um, it was either Mr. Rogers or that guy who whacked watermelons. <laughs> Gallagher? <laughs> you thought it was Gallagher. Yes, I could, Gallagher. I can see why you think that. I was like, I didn't know Gallagher was a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get to the name repeating in your head over and over again. Gallagher, 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 Gallagher. <laughs> Well, and even so, I thought that maybe they chanted his name when he would whack watermelons. I wasn't sure. Oh, maybe. I mean, I would chant his name if I ever saw him whack a watermelon. (laughs) Gallagher, Gallagher, Gallagher. (laughs) All right. uh, Amanda, out of the room. Amanda, out. Get out. Get. Go play with the cats. Okay, she's gone. I'm thinking initially Santa Claus. (laughs) I love it. I like let's, it too. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. Okay. Order. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I'm. I'm here for any questions. Okay. Ooh, ooh, me, 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 me. Oh ooh, yes, ooh, yes. Ooh. You, you, sir, with the hat. Where do you get all your fine clothes? Oh, that's a that's a wonderful question. Uh, and I would say from many different places. Um, mm. Many, many indeed. Doesn't seem like it. Seems like there's like one place you go well, to. Well, well. Uh, Tell us that place. Uh, it's uh, my closet. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, no, you would think of someone of your stature. You'd have uh, a bunch of people to make your clothes for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that, that is a, definitely uh, not a one man job. Well, well, that you're right. You know, there are many, many people who come together to uh, assemble my wardrobe, as you may notice. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a team effort. It truly is. That's why uh, when I say that I get my clothes from many places, I really just strew them all over the house. And then, you know, everyone puts them back in their closet for me. Hmm. Do you plan on dyeing your hair anytime soon? No. Why not? 
<laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I what a strange question. Right now, uh, I, I'm happy. I'm, I'm pretty happy with with my hair color at the moment. But you know, that could change tomorrow. Uh, that could change the next day. Uh, well, I'll have to see. I'll have to see. But th thank you for your question. Um, I'd like to ask a question. Uh, yes. What kind of uh, employment benefits does your operation offer? Really interesting question. Yeah. Um, well, we typically try to offer everything that we should, no more, no less. Well, that's such a vague way to answer the question. Well, uh, are you dodging? Uh, oh, I'm I'm not dodging anything, sir. Um, it would would you like more detail? Um, no, no, we'll leave it up to the listeners. Wow. Okay. Make your own judgment. All right. I would like to say, you know, we value all of our employees very, very much. Mm. Um, so now they're employees. Uh, well, it wasn't that your question. I didn't say employment employees. benefits. I said employment benefits. You said employment benefits. I, I just thought, they, I I just thought they were more than that to you. Well, I just thought we'll they were more than that to you. We'll take the next question. We'll get him, removed. get him removed. Okay. All right. All right. I'll take the next question, please. Yes. Uh, there are many imitations of you, of who you are and, you know, your persona and what you embody. There are many imitations of, of that. How does that make you feel? Honestly, you know, there's no greater flattery than imitation. So although uh, my, my lawyers may disagree, I'm, I'm just glad that my message resonates. Do you always say things thrice? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Very, very interesting. And your work is seasonal. So how do you keep busy uh, in the off season? Well, uh, you know, I like to spend my time really, really considering what my next outfit will be. Um, I, I like to make sure that our employees are offered all the benefits that they need. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Just that's really sitting there and focusing on. I really think and about really think about our human resources. Uh, really, um, mm. uh, but um, mostly, uh, mostly I try to think about the, the words that I use and how often I say them. <laughs> uh, now, do do. Um, you know, you, since your employees are working with their hands so often, uh, does human resources have any sort of, uh, you know, uh, workman's comp put in place for these, uh, I guess you can call them people, I hesitate to say? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, you know, we, we do carry all the policies that uh, an organization such as mine uh, should have, um, because we do, of course, want to comply with every law that we should. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of laws where you live. Yeah, well, that depends on your perspective on how many laws are a lot. How is global warming affecting you locally? Uh, well, it's affecting all of us, isn't it? Um, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's not, uh, not something that you see on a daily basis. Uh, but you know, you might notice that things are a little warmer than usual. Things are a little colder than usual. Uh, it's, it's disconcerting is what it is. All right. It's well, disconcerting you know, is what it is. It's disconcerting is what it is. Time's <laughs> up. It was, uh, it was really nice to meet you. you uh, what did you say your name that. was again? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, who am I? Am I, I have one last question that'll help you. 
Okay, okay. How do you like your cookies and milk? My Santa Claus? Yeah. yeah your Santa Claus. Oh my God. <laughs> I would have never gotten that. Oh, you guys are talking about employees. Those are good questions. Now that I'm thinking back through them, those are really funny. Really funny. I, would, uh, I think uh, the wardrobe question is what threw me off. I'm like, am I, am I Louis Vuitton? Am I Giancarlo? Something? I was trying to steer you. Armani? I was trying to steer you in the direction of Santa Claus, but also like it could have been something else completely. Yeah, yeah, you tricked me. I was just trying to ask Santa-related questions, but like not really, like very vague ones. Yeah, because we're talking about workers' comp. I felt hot under the collar. <laughs> yeah. Santa Claus, Santa Claus. Um, All right, I'm next. All right, get out of here. <laughs> I'm calling it. Get, get, Nick, get out. in. I know who I want Nick to be. Okay. okay I'll, let, I'll let you guys know when he's gone. Ooh, careful. Don't fall now. We're having technical difficulties. There's Velcro. You can't possibly blame that on me. Do you Velcro oh, yourself? Leg cramp, leg cramp. Leg cramp. I'm slapping the leg cramp out of uh, Hang tight. Hang tight, guys. <laughs> leg cramp. Are you sure that's his leg? Okay, I'm leaving. Some of it was his leg. Sounded very slappy. It was very slappy. There was a lot of <laughs> slapping. Um, all right, then. Uh, okay, Nick is gone. What are your ideas? Who are we interviewing? I want him to be the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> I like that. I don't know that he's going to get that, though. Uh, but maybe that's what the fun part will be. Yeah, no, I yeah. think I, I, let's run with it. All right. I guess that was decided. Okay, we'll do it. Call his ass back in. Nick! <laughs> We're ready! I'd like to thank you all for coming to speak with me today. Uh, I'm here to answer any of your questions. Fire away. Hey, so first thing, you know, I think a lot of people want to know, you know, how, how is your family life recently? Well, you know, it hasn't been great, to be perfectly honest. Uh, the wife and I, we're, we're having trouble at home, as all married couples do. But you couple that with, a, you know, some youngsters that are all over the place. It's, it's been hard. It's been hard. Wow, ma'am, uh, this is really brave of you to be, um, you know, revealing this much about yourself here. Um, we had no idea that you you were married to to a woman. Um, but thank you so much for your bravery. Can can you tell us a little bit more about um, what what things have been like uh, in where you're from? Uh, where I'm from, it's you know, every day you wake up and you just see what the world has to offer you know it could go outside and it could be absolute mayhem uh mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. you know i could it could be one of the best days of my life uh you never really know the way the cookie's going to crumble where i'm from beautifully said thank you uh so you sir or ma'am sorry i couldn't uh bright lights you know <laughs> yeah ma'am ma here um why do you have a fetish for shoes? Well, I mean, who doesn't love a good loafer? Uh, <laughs> you know, I think it, uh, what do you like? Not shoes? <laughs> I do question. like not shoes. <laughs> Next question. I love shoes. Now, how are you staying hydrated? Because we, we know that you don't drink water. So what, what is, how are you staying hydrated? Mm, well, you know, when you've lived as long as I have, uh, you, you 
you're always getting creative, you know, you're mm -hmm. always getting creative. Uh, sometimes I just absorb it through my skin. I'll go in a very humid room and I'll just absorb it. Um, other times I just don't drink. <laughs> That's really the two options I have. Next question. <laughs> Next question, please. Uh, just, just wondering over here, sir. Um, oh, ma'am, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, bright lights, you know. Uh, I was wondering. <laughs> These lights are super do bright. You, do you? <laughs> very bright here. Uh, just wondering. Uh, do you ever run into the issue when you, when you're traveling of uh, hitting birds, planes, anything like that, or hitting or... birds and planes? Um, hmm. Uh, yeah, all the time. All the time, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Okay. All the time. All the time. <laughs> and um, now you uh, you have. I asked you about your family earlier. You do have a sister. Now, I don't want to bring this up. I, I hesitate to do so, but you know the loss of your sister was pretty tragic. Um, how are you coping with that? And is there revenge to be had? Um, yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, yes, there's always revenge to be had if you're seeking out revenge, but um, I'm not. And I'm coping well. Thank you. Next question. Okay, okay. So you have, you have your bike that you, you ride and you, you sometimes it's, uh, you have a broom. And, you know, you have all these flying monkeys and all sorts of crazy stuff going on here. Am I Dorothy? <laughs> <laughs> you are the Wicked Witch of the West. That's but I was true. like, let me just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, wasn't, I was trying to at least, like, acknowledge the, what are they called again? Munchkins. Or the, no, the, the lollipop guild. Or, the lollipop oh, all, kids, but the, they're all uh, munchkins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you did, you did good, Nick. That you was, did good, kid. That was tough. That, that was close, though. I mean, that was pretty close. All right, guys, I'm leaving the room. Summer's leaving the room. Get out of here. What do you guys think? I'm thinking we do Bart Simpson. Love it. Love it. Let's, <laughs> love it. let's bring it back in. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Summer. All right, guys. Our guest of honor is arriving. All right, guys, we are here today. Um, I'm here to take any questions you may have. And uh, you, sir, in the blue blazer and rainbow pants. Yeah, um, so I got to ask, every, it's on everyone's mind right now. Uh, what's going on in your family life right now? You're... You're obviously, uh, there's a lot of drama um, with you and your, your very large family. Um, what's going on with that? You know, with, with a large family comes drama. So, you know, every day this is, this is our life. It's exciting and we make the most of it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir, you uh, under the umbrella. Okay. I big fan been following you for years. I'm just wondering what are you going to do next? I am going to make a movie about my oh, That's awesome. 
Now, what's your angle here? What's your angle? Uh, you the know. angle. Yeah, my listeners are going to want to know, why are you making this movie? I am making this movie because, as per my previous question, my family's very big and interesting. So a lot of people are interested in my family, and we want to show the world what you know, what kind of entertaining people we are. Well, you know, I mean, it was very, very it was very, uh, it was, oh, may, uh, may I interject yes, here? Uh, it, it was very controversial when, you know, originally asking, you know, can this, you know, live up to the box office? But it was successful once upon a time, um, about a decade ago now. This is going to gain a lot of excitement here if you're saying there's, there's going to be a movie. Yes, it is exciting. Can we accept, expect to see that clown we see you hanging around with in this movie? Uh, yes, you'll see the clown. He'll have his red balloon with him. Oh, great, great. I don't know uh, him for the yeah, red balloon. Doesn't but, sound familiar. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'd love to interject. Uh, Miss, Miss sir, yes, sir. Yes, yes, you. Um, yeah, just uh, just wondering, you know, uh, this this movie news, huge, big, uh, your fans are going to go crazy for this. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, back to you mentioning, you know, the, all the family drama, and since your family, it sounds like, is going to be in the movie with you, I'm just curious, uh, some of our listeners want to know if there's any gossip about civil, sibling rivalry going on with your, your sister being such a talented musician. Uh, any comment on that? My sister, um, she is a talented musician, but you know, let's keep the questions to me. I, I would like to, you know, answer the questions regarding me. My sister does her own press conference. Mm. Oh, okay. So we're going to get a press conference from everyone in the family or? No, just my sister, because she's a talented musician, as you say. Excuse me, sir, I have a question. Yes. You in uh, the white t-shirt. You've, uh, grown quite a name for yourself over the years for your uh, prank phone calls. Would you prank phone call me right now? Uh, I will prank phone call. I, I, I can prank phone call you, but I'm going to make sure I don't use my name, Bart Simpson. Hey! Oh. Nice. Good <laughs> Summer. That was, uh, I didn't think she was going to get it. I'll be honest. The yeah. phone call and the sister gave it away. Yeah. Oh. Okay, okay. And then the clown, because it, it was mostly the clown, because I was like, what other famous clowns? And I remember Steven said, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. And I was like, okay, if it's not the red balloon, and he did say 10 years ago, then I just thought, Simpsons. Nice. nice. Yeah, that was Way to go. Way to go. Great job, Great job okay, everyone. Okay, so who guessed their person today? It was Steve and Summer. Did you guess yours, Amanda? Not until Summer asked oh, me the bonus yeah. question. So I, I lost that one. No, so, so you know what that means. We're the dum dums of the show. So you know that was that was a great episode, guys. You know, we got we got a lot done. We talked about passions. We played a couple games. So Amanda, what was the highlight of the show for you there? Uh highlight of the show for me uh was uh I'd say getting to know myself a little better. Getting yep. to know passions a little better. Um, uh, favorite part of the show is getting to talk about why the fuck Kay was a panther. Yeah, no, why was Kay a panther? I mean, we'll never know, but. We will. It's because she's loving Miguel. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, hey, you know, we, did, we asked the questions to our, you know, famous uh, personas or famous celebrities. Uh, now we're going to take uh, 
We're going to do this every episode with uh, questions from the listeners. So uh, let's get into our listener questions of the week. Listener questions of the week, 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 week. Is that good? Yeah, that was great. Brilliant. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm looking through our question inbox um, right now. I see nothing. Ooh, nothing. Nothing. Not one. Yeah, yeah, little bear in the questions column. Ooh, but you did create the, the inbox for the for the questions. I thought one of you created the inbox for the questions. You, oh, oops. Uh, I know I said I was going to do it, but I thought they know I'm not going to do it. And one of you guys was going to do it. All right. Well, that was it for us for the week. I hope you all enjoyed listening. Anyone have any closing thoughts? Nothing over here. Um, just make sure, you know, you're staying safe out there. And, you know, don't forget to... Uh, you know, if you're working from home, pop us on. Uh, you can find us anywhere, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, any of the uh, podcast sites. Uh, we're going to be here every week for you guys. Uh, every week for you. During this yeah. time. And don't turn yourself into a panther while casting a spell of love. Yeah, and make sure to not forget to peanut butter your toes before you go to bed. Per Summer's advice, let's not forget. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.